0: welcome back to the divorce solutions podcast everybody i'm jamie west from divorce com along with tracy miller veteran family lawyer and uh, tracy we've got a great topic today Good to good to, i was going to say good to see you. i can't see you we're just on audio here but yeah. good to have you back and uh, this is going to be a hot topic today
1: i think so yeah I I think we're going to talk a lot of information here for
0: people oh there is and we're going to be talking about parenting coordinators um and what an interesting, <laughs> what an interesting term for anybody that hasn't uh, heard that before. And I think there's a lot of people that haven't. Um, parenting coordinators are another tool of the system uh, to help people. Um, well, parent better. So I'll I'll let mm-hmm. you kind of define it from from the legal perspective. What is a parenting coordinator? Well, it's it's interesting. I th- I think
1: it's the easiest way to think about it is, is like a specialized form of alternative dispute resolution. And um, I mean, the starting point is lawyers aren't social workers. Um, usually we're not psychologists either. So people with a different skill set become involved in these cases, especially custody and access. And really, where there's a high conflict, you really need somebody with this skill set. A lot of the people that, that I work with in you know, the KW area are masters of social work. Um, there's also people that are psychologists, but what they do uh, is they act as a coach, like an educator, a facilitator, and they try and minimize con- conflict. And mm-hmm. I just did one today, and it was a it was a collaborative file. But we have an awesome lady who is she's an MSW, and she works as a parenting coordinator, and she joined us as a family professional in this collaborative meeting. And you can see the difference in the skill set, right? You can see where there's emotional issues, where they handle them very well. Um, Problem solving strategies, they work on communication issues with people because a lot of times when people separate, communication is suffering and then it just bleeds into everything else, right? So, you know, the main focus, I think, is they help parents work towards uh, resolving the issues. And we get the same, people to do parenting plans. Like when you get really high conflict cases, you have a pro come in like this, a family professional, and they deal with the parties directly, and they come up with a parenting plan. And it's not just the Christmas schedule and the holidays and the parenting schedule. They deal with a ton of issues that relate to the kids, right? They deal with communication, how you communicate. They deal with Everything from scheduling, pick up and drop off, if there's issues there, how you communicate, what activities your kid's going to be in, if you can't agree on that. They figure out a protocol for that. Everything from how far apart do you want to live? You know, are there protocols in place if you want to travel out of
0: the country? Like, there's so many issues involved. And these people are pros at it, right? All of those, and all of those ingredients are the things around... Um, Parental decision making and access is that is that correct? So that that are agreed to outside of a court by the two parents, and then this, you know, this. Well, thank goodness you're here. Um, <laughs> you you take this agreement, if it has all those ingredients in it, you've agreed to all the parenting stuff, um, the holiday schedule, as you say, the summer schedule, the week to week, the you know day to day schedule, and then the. The parents sign off on that along with the parenting coordinator and their and their legal representatives right and doesn't that go to the court for a, a review by a judge and gets rubber stamped in other words, you're in control much more in control of your destiny by doing it that way or have I got that wrong is is parental yeah, yeah. decision making and and access uh, still handled in a different way
1: well I mean, there's two main parts to it, right? One is uh, what the scheduling is going to be in terms of your regular schedule, and then also in terms of holiday schedule. Mm-hmm. But in that, within that, there's a whole bunch of sub-issues that are in that, everything from times to what do you do if you have to cancel to mm-hmm. what do you have to do if you aren't going to be around? Is somebody else going to care for them? All of those issues are part and parcel of that. Decision-making is part of it. Um, how you're gonna make decisions, um, if there's specific issues about education, about kids that have um, special needs, kids' activities, all of those issues need to be decided. So the same family professionals can A, work with you and get a parenting plan, so you have all of this figured out, or they can be a parenting coordinator, which means you come to them and they have an agreement but it's not working, or there's conflict within the agreement, or there's a decision that has to be made that you don't agree on, and they can assist on that as well.
0: Right? Yeah. And so again, outside of litigation, which yeah. is what we like to talk about here. Um, okay, that makes that makes sense. So they. And can if you e-
1: come up with a, if you come up with a parenting plan, sorry, if you come up with a parenting plan and you have that part settled. And then the financial issues go to the lawyer, and you get those hammered mm-hmm. out. Then we do a separation agreement that covers all of it. We snap the parenting plan on because you've already worked right. that out with the uh, the parenting coordinator or the right. social worker or whatever the family professional. And then that's part B to the separation agreement, right?
0: Right, and it's all one package that that yeah. then gets um, endorsed by the by the court. Um, but, but well, you-
1: if you never you never have to go to the court if you don't. If you don't have a reason to right you can end up with a separation agreement and a parenting plan and merrily go in your way. Oh, I didn't know
0: that. I didn't know that you could oh, have yeah, a separation have agreement that that wasn't uh that's not rubber stamped. I guess the only yep. thing that the court do- would do at that point is if you're seeking a divorce is is they the, the court would do that part, right? It's as, as part of a uh, the thing, Or am I yeah, if, my if muddying asked, the waters here? I no, like to no, do that.
1: It, I mean, you can settle all of this without ever setting foot in a court. And the only time- well, That's great news. The only time you ever have to involve the court in that scenario is if you want them to grant you a divorce, because that has to be done by court order. But you don't right. go into court for that. It's all paperwork Yeah. that we just upload and file the paperwork and it goes to a judge and we never see them. And then the order comes back and you're divorced. Right. But, Um, And if you have kids, the separation agreement that you have already signed and agreed to with the parenting plan, that probably the judge is going to want to see because they want to make sure that appropriate arrangements for the kids have been made and the appropriate amount of child support is being made. And by the way, if you want to process a divorce, that's one of the criteria the judge is going to look at, is support being paid the way it's supposed to or you're not going to get the divorce but
0: other than that, yeah, no, you can have a separation agreement and never have a judge involved. Okay, so, you know, there's a, there's another side to this. What, what you've described um, uh, for a, a parenting coordinator working with, um, you know, spouses that are separating is sort of the best-case scenario. Um, but as we all know and as we've discussed on, on this show many times before, personalities and emotions get in the way a lot of the time yeah. of, of the person you know, the best case scenario. So even in a case like this where it looks like, okay, great, um, you know, the parents have agreed to go off and and hire a parenting coordinator. And by the way, I just want to stop there for a second. It's my understanding, you'll correct me if I'm wrong, that a court actually cannot order you to hire a parenting coordinator. That's a decision. That's not, they can't, they don't have the power to do that. They can strongly suggest it. Um, and maybe put other orders in place, but but it's up to you at the end of the day, is it not?
1: Well, and I think the same people, I think it's important to understand that the same people um, that are working in these ADR processes and the alternative dispute resolution Mm. processes um, to assist as family professionals are the exact same people that if you go to court and you have a huge custody dispute, the judge is probably going to look at and go, okay, we got to appoint somebody independent that can investigate. It's the same people. that work in the court system, right? Like they wouldn't be appointed as a parenting coordinator. They're appointed to do an assessment and do a whole workup on it. But yeah, it's the same people that have, that are involved in that system that prefer to do the ADR system.
0: And what I tell people that um, consult with me on the communications end is, is I, you know, one of the things I help them do is establish a criteria for, selecting a parenting coordinator because Mm -hmm. because too often just like lawyers just like therapists just like financial planners whatever people when they're emotionally wound up have a tendency to just think everybody's the same you know pick any pick a lawyer any lawyer no (laughs) no you you've got to think it through and you've got to that's that's an important decision and it's one that you need to have a a criteria uh, for and a parenting coordinator's no different in my, in my view. Um, you know, they, they, they're, as you said, they're usually masters of arts or masters of social work yep. um, and, and usually pretty experienced, but they're not all the same. And, and, you know, if you've got a personality difficulty with them, or if they're, I don't know, some, it's like in in any profession, some are better than others. And you want to try to aim for the one who, you know, not, doesn't necessarily have the best reviews on Google, by the way. That's a whole other t- podcast. Oh, no stay stay yeah. off of the Google reviews. <laughs> don't, do not judge the, the professionals by the Google reviews, okay? We'll, we'll do a whole one later on on that, that one. And I do that all day long with people, uh, telling them to ignore the reviews, good and bad, online. Um, uh, but th- they're not all created equal. And if you get... Um, parents in there that are high conflict which is at the beginning of this podcast we said that's kind of the baseline for parenting coordination because people can't get along they need a parenting coordinator but sometimes what happens is you get high conflict people coming in and they triangulate the the parenting coordinator I don't know if that's the right word but they they try to draw the parenting coordinator in and if that parenting coordinator doesn't have real good boundaries um, and one or the other person is manipulative in a high conflict situation it it can blow up it can not work real well and and then what ends up happening is people get pissed off and they file college complaints against parenting coordinators and then the and then the whole business starts to go away because. Who wants to have a college complaint brought against them? And, who, you know, why bother? It's a big headache. You know what I'm saying?
1: Well, you know, I think it's I think there's so much there in what you said. I there think, is. Way too much, actually. No, no, no. I, I don't mean that. I think there's um, many people that separate that aren't getting along. Yeah. Right? Obviously, that's why they separate. But they don't reach the level of high conflict. And in my world, they're not high conflict. I mean, obviously, something went wrong and you don't get along or you wouldn't be separated. Get that. Sure. Um, but... There are cases that are super high conflict where they just agree on absolutely nothing. Absolutely, you're going to end up with parenting, uh, family professionals involved like that, because there's just no other way to try and tackle those cases, I don't think. Right. Um, and you're dead on. I mean, there's, in any profession, I don't care if it's a lawyer, it's an architect, it's a social worker, whatever it is, some are better than others, to be blunt about it. That's well, true, um, and and especially in this type of work because it's so emotionally charged and it's so personal for people, you got to find somebody that you can work with, right? There may be somebody who's got the skills to do it, to be a social a family professional, mm-hmm. to be a PC, be a lawyer, whatever it is. You just don't like them, yeah, or you don't you don't get along, or you don't think they hear you, or they just rub you the wrong way. That's not going to work, right? You've got to, and I think. I think Google's a starting point for people. I think that's the first place they go and I to get, get a back phone is, number to get a phone number yeah, or an yeah, email. But I, yeah. absolutely, and I think, frankly, if there's something I don't know anything about, it's probably the first thing I look at too. But I think you're, I think you really do need to take the time to talk to people and figure out if it's a fit, right? I'm a very big believer. Either it, it the, your gut reaction, either it works or it doesn't,
0: and and that should be the end of it for you, right? If it doesn't work, go and get somebody else. And you shouldn't be intimidated um, no. to to do that work. Um, there, there's always when when people are in the, the position of being the separating parent, they, there's always a power differential, and people are too often too willing too quickly to hand over their power. Whether that's to be uh, whether that's to the first lawyer they talk to on the phone, whether that's uh, a, a, an MSW parenting coordinator, you name it. Um, they just, because they just want somebody to do something for them, they're just willing to hand it all over. And I'm here out here saying to people, hold on, just who just take a couple of breaths, you know, no, you I know you're stressed out, but these are important decisions and, you know, it's not going to take a year to make these decisions, but if you stop for five minutes and you, you know, and you establish a criteria for the selection of these professionals, you'll probably end up with a better result all the way around, and and it may not cost you as much, and certainly won't stress you out as much. Does that make sense to you as a lawyer?
1: No, I think so. I think it's, um, I think it's like anything. If if I if I have to deal with somebody in the healthcare system, I'm not a doctor. Don't profess to be. Um, but if you talk to somebody and you don't understand what they're saying, or they're making you feel stupid for asking. Or you're feeling like, well, Jesus, I shouldn't say anything because I'm either going to look
0: stupid or, I, you know, I just, I don't want...
1: Yeah. Then you're in the wrong situation. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, get out of there. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's
0: the same for, for parenting coordinators. And the, and the truth is, you, you touched on it earlier, it's a small community of professionals that are involved in this kind of work. I mean, yeah. co- you know, um, well-respected, well-regarded um social workers, uh, custody assessors, you know, they don't use the word custody anymore, Uh, parenting decision assessors, whatever they're calling them these days, uh, (laughs) parenting coordinators, you're you're right, they often wear the same hats in different categories, and there's a small group of them uh, around uh, where you are. And and so, um, you know, it should make your work a little bit easier in terms of deciding who to work with. Uh, just, just on that uh, alone. But uh, you, the, the bottom line here is be careful, but, but you know, kind of embrace the idea. If, if, if it, in your situation, if you even begin to think for a second that that kind of service, that kind of help would work, then try to embrace it. But take your time, relatively speaking, on selecting someone. Does that makes sense. And you know what's you know what's really
1: interesting lately? I've been I've been so impressed with a few people, clients that came in because just what we were talking about. I've had a couple of them say, "Yeah, I talked to another lawyer, but this is the feeling I got." Ah, there you and go. And I went and talked to somebody else. There right? you go. Right, and it's not just because I'm the somebody else that they talked to. That's not the moral no. of the story. But yeah, a couple of them, it was just like they didn't like the approach, they didn't like the attitude, they thought. I think the two I'm thinking of, it was um, a case where I think the person they were talking to was ready to just get lawyered up and away we go and here's everything you're entitled to and you know we'll have turn this into a fight. And credit to them, they kind of went, yeah, I don't think so. I think I'll I'll be moving on and I'll go to talk to somebody else.
0: Yeah. no. Right? That's, so
1: you're right. All professionals aren't the same.
0: They're not uh, in all different uh, categories. Uh, how do people get a hold of you, Tracy, if they'd like to speak to somebody who, uh, I, by the way, would uh, recommend to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> and not just because you're on the show. Yeah, no kidding, right? You're, you're really good. <laughs> who, how, how do people get a hold of you?
1: It's Miller Law and Mediation. You can find the website, and uh, it's tracy at miller law.ca.
0: All right. And if you, uh, want some more clarity on, uh, the things that I've, uh, brought up in this podcast and you want some help with, um, you know, with your communication uh, matters uh, between you and your professionals, and you and uh, your ex, and you and your family, uh, check us out. Divorce com, uh, divorce jwest at divorcecom.ca is my email. And as always, uh, make sure that you're seeking your own professional advice for your own personal, unique situation. Uh, the information presented here. On divorce solutions is uh, just for discussion, and uh, you must always check with your own professionals to make sure you're doing the absolute best thing for you. That's what we say, Tracy. Absolutely. As always, uh, thank you so much for this, and uh, we'll uh, talk to you again down the road. Thanks, Tracy. Okay, Jamie. Okay. Talk to you later. Bye bye.